0: Ready. I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Yep. Sweat Equity Podcast and Streaming Show, the number one comedy slash business, business slash comedy podcast in the world. Do you even care? Do you even care? Pragmatic entrepreneurial advice with real raw dog talk. 2020's best small medium enterprise business sponsored podcast in the United States from Lux Global Excellence Awards. Proudly hosted by Lux Life Life Magazine. Mm -hmm. Uh, we also won 2021's version of that. We're also winners of 2021's best podcast and streaming entertainment studio, Eastern United States of America. Media East of the
1: Mississippi. Innovator Awards. One that's badass. 2021, 2021
0: Arkansas. hosted by, you guessed it, Corporate Vision Magazine. Listen to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your mom's Walkman. It's right on her fanny pack. Just pick it up, listen to us, share this podcast with someone trying to get their hustle on. Um, We got a great guest. We got power business attorney, Stephen Fantetti on the blower. This episode is sponsored by Warby Parker. If you're watching the video of this, I'm wearing my Warby Parker glasses right now. Look at you. WarbyParkerTrial.com forward slash sweat like key sweat. Get you five free pairs to try on at home. Send them back if you hate all five. You go 0 for 5, you can send them back you can get five more. You can just do that in an endless loop. WarbyParkerTrial.com forward slash sweat. Get your prescription in there. Mine's got my prescription. I just typed it in. And then these, Phil, baby. these, fit, these fit my Peyton Manning uh, huge noggin. Do do have a Peyton Manning-like head, yes. Peyton Manning laughs at my forehead size. WarbyParkerTrial.com forward slash sweat. Puts a little shekels in our our uh, our, episode, our, <laughs> our our podcast bank account hooks you up oh. let's get this party started honey what about my sweat equity sweat equity sweat, 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 sweat equity my sweat equity my, my, my sweat equity Power, business attorney, MA specialist, um, what else? Uh life coach?
1: Sweater wearer.
0: Uh fancy sweater wearer. Real life sweater coach. Wears. Uh yeah, but you you're um, you're a de facto life coach. How about that? Uh you don't you don't you're not one of those uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> I realized
0: that could be a pejorative as I was saying it. I was like every life coach <laughs> I met my hero, bro. Every life coach i met, I'm like. I would commit suicide if you were my life coach. <laughs> you would fail at
1: it. You want to live how to live, bro?
0: Uh, FantettiLegal.com. Any other plugs, sir?
2: I was going to say all the stuff I do you don't remember after all this time. Nah, oh, I tried
0: to find that intro, man. I had I wrote an actual <laughs> beautiful intro one day, and I couldn't one find it. One day. I couldn't find That's it. That's okay. Evergo.
2: We're not here for an intro. So what's going on, you guys? How are you? It's been a while.
0: I know. We need you as a resident guest. You know, I'm ready. I've been hoping. At I've been
2: waiting to get back on. I appreciated the call when you got me uh, on the uh, blower, as you called it, from Succession, as they say. Uh-huh. The other day, <laughs> well, yeah. we
0: were um, we were both at the Bucks game, and we yep
2: last night didn't get to night Football
0: high five, Top Gun style, but yeah, or uh, Redskins style. Didn't they do one like that?
1: Huh? Washington football team as a celebration?
0: No, uh, the Redskins. Ir- Irving Fryer didn't he do like a,
1: mm.
0: a high high up. Five high five in the in the yeah. air and then slap on the ground.
1: Man, that that's is, that's a deep pull. That is. That was. That was you, you remember Irving Pryor's celebration dance? That's what the ladies. What, called you don't me. like football? <laughs> yeah, what? yeah.
2: So Locke Law, Law called me even after the game. we were talking, and he's like, "You ready to do the pod tomorrow?" I was like, "I'm as ready as Kendall Roy to take over the company." <laughs>
0: Don't ruin season three. I'm not there yet. I'm catching up. No, I love that. Oh, well, we can't even talk
1: about it then. We don't even know what's about to happen. Right? I know. You well, you, you were secretly you watching it. Up. You I wasn't secretly watching it.
0: We, you ne- we've never, you've never been like, hey, Succession's a good show in the last <laughs> two years.
1: You don't listen to a word <laughs> I say, Never. What would you say? I would talk about it all the time. And I was really like, good. I guess he just doesn't <laughs> like it.
0: No, I probably just hadn't listened to it yet, so I purposely just shut down like my kids right uh, yeah and by the way congrats i don't think we've said it on the show but uh you know second kid you're doing a yeah. lot of stuff the how about any tips for the entrepreneur that is uh they got kids going and how to balance that Switch out
1: Demand demand to
0: man
2: well, yeah i would say i would say um you have to sacrifice a little bit of sleep to get your business done um i know that's not what people want to hear but uh I'll just be straight up honest with you. At the end of the day, if you want to make gains and strides, um, you got to sacrifice a little bit of sleep. You got to get that extra work done, burn the midnight oil when everybody else is sleeping, and uh, it'll pay off. Uh, trust me.
1: <laughs> yeah. You lost a lot of people at sacrifice. Yeah. And,
0: <laughs> and less sleep? No. I mean, yeah. I, I sleep like Anne Frank. So my problem is trying to get on a regimen or how I assume she slept but like uh yeah,
1: but think of a different light sleeper
0: that's uh, pretty funny though yeah. um
1: i know i just want you to have a it's new just one. dark uh, i hear it all the time
0: but look you're gonna hear a lot of repeated jokes that's the, oh. that's the dot dad bond lifestyle no really
2: give me a second one though besides that one if that wasn't a good enough keep one going for man listeners. the second all. one i would say is if you're gonna work late at least there's different things going on in the world at different times while the u.s is sleeping believe it or not the sun doesn't Set and rise on the U.S. empire. What? Korean ping pong games. tournaments instead of so, NFL football yeah. or whatever. Australia's all China, China's us. doing a lot of things. Um, their markets and economies are open when ours are closed. So I would say my point is you can find out a lot of things that are going on and get ahead of the game before the U.S. market's open sometimes by finding out what's going on elsewhere in the world, whether it's supply chain issues, um, issues with supplies. I know I was trying to get some builds done mm. on some homes. And, you know, if you can tell items are going to be more expensive, steel is going to be more expensive. When you'll know that ahead of time you can start planning. You can sometimes plan your month or your quarter just based on what you're seeing going on within 24 to 48 hours in a different part of the world. So that's
1: another part of advice. that I. So what's, okay.
0: the, what's the routine? What's the routine for this? How, do you get I want to morning? talk about supply
1: chain issues yes. after the routine. Yes. <laughs> that's a more important thing to talk about. What do you mean no, what's the routine? No, well, what? the
0: show is really to dispense advice from others. And so it's like, you know, uh, he what, wants to know what time how do you, you wake what, up. Do you have like a regimen for looking at this stuff? Okay, I look at. I just opened up Apple News. Start with China. And Move on, on like, to the
1: Philippines. You know, venture yeah, to Russia. I mean, no,
2: yeah, to keep it. I don't know how much time we yeah, have, but to keep it simple. I mean, the way I set my 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 clock and my time is, I want to get up at four a.m. every day, and before I go yeah. to the gym, I check the news mm-hmm. and find out things that were going on while I was sleeping, or things that could be coming up. And then, obviously, you could look at what the legislature might be voting on that day, or what could be going
1: on obviously there. If you I do that. Out.
2: And then, when you get back from doing everything you have to do, you know, parenting, getting ready for work, wise, get your workout in, check emails. Obviously, the workday is going to start. The market's going to open, but then eventually, you're going to get to the nighttime. Markets are closed. Different parts of the world are waking up when you're getting ready to go to bed, so yep. you can check on what they're going to be doing. And so, you can obviously read different news outlets. You can look at you know, how the market's close, what the commodities are like, and then you can look obviously what the markets are going to open at elsewhere in the world. And you can use all that to your advantage. So it's kind of just staying up. Like I said, you sacrifice sleep for those readings. It's not just working. It's part of it. But even when you're not actually thinking you're working or billing hours, like you do in my uh, you know, job, sometimes you can still be working by doing research and reading and
0: doing. Things yes. Like that. You book in your day, essentially. with. That's with it. To That's it. You
2: that.
1: break yep. it up into, into blocks.
0: With purpose. Yep.
1: We, we need to start it. talking like that. We need to start referring to things what the, what time is the market open then and I know, talk about the market all the time. People think we're, like, to, you know.
0: I just want to say out loud like, to a party? a lawyer. No. <laughs> I just want He's to say out. way better at The yen is we. up, He's up again.
1: He's <laughs> out of the law a little bit now. Heather I'm going to start there. calling you at 4 a.m., bro. 4 a.m. buddies now. I'll be on. I'm, like, I'm like
2: Jocko Willenick, but I don't take pictures on my watch and put it on my Instagram.
1: I know. <laughs> I want to do. a hey, Jocko, I want to take a picture of my Not calendar yet. doing it for 20 years, dude. I'm a huge
2: Jocko fan, though. I love right, that guy.
1: Right, I
0: has <laughs> <Fantetti's laughs> like, oh, got so cool. Uh, the Jocko's a good Instagram example, uh, microcosm uh, – Fantetti's a microcosm example, I think, more of the rock schedule of just like, how are you doing all these things in a day? <laughs> right. Do you actually yeah, do man. them all? Or are you an AI? You ro- You're right. an AI robot. Um, yeah,
1: time warping technologies.
0: Supply chain. So I've never, yeah. I've never heard this term more in the last like <laughs> th- four months. That mm. you gotta I've, look it up. No, I know what it is, but I'm saying like yeah, I was yeah, a dork because I would say it in like right. referencing something, and they're like, <laughs> "Yeah." I'm like, well, I don't like wasting food if I don't have to because I feel about the supply chain of it getting from where like where it was grown. I had to get through three different distributors to get to the grocery store for me to buy it, to take it home. Um, And I think uh, I try not to waste as much or be conscious of it. Uh, Yeah. So that's like a, doesn't it blow
1: your mind that they can make money off of a 99 cent, like frozen vegetable. When you think about it that way, about all the shit they have to do to get it there, and you're like, you're still making money on this. You're well, telling me that? It
0: ain't a lot, but yeah. It's like
1: 1% the, margins. I get r- that. Right. But still, it blows my mind. <laughs> still.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, we need Farm Aid back. We need that big concert to help out we the farmers. bring AIDS into this all the time. Uh, I've, the got a, I've got it. red AIDS watch. See? I'm, I'm for uh, stopping AIDS, me and Bono. Um, <laughs> hey, I think you guys won. I think it's over. Oh really? I'm pretty
1: sure. Oh my uh, God. So, <laughs> so supply
0: chain—how's that affecting you know business that you're from your standpoint? You mentioned real estate-wise. We had uh, yep. William Henson on, who's a builder in Arkansas, mm-hmm. and he was about what five months ago, and he was telling us, you know, we were looking up the stats. It's like he can't find yep. enough lumber to to build, nope. and then face the same problem. And then yep. when he does, I think we looked it up. It was 323 percent. Uh, like uh, priced markup gouge. Yeah, I would call that gouge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but the market demands with the market demand. So you know, whatever.
2: Yeah, it's. I mean, I guess it's, I don't know if you want to call that a market demand. I mean, I guess if you say inflation, the stupid. market demand. It, it's, I guess it is. It does have to do also with supply and demand because obviously right, demand that is stupid, that supply is going to be you obviously inverted with it. So I mean, you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, he's right. I mean, that does slow down production with real estate. It's caused an issue. There's already a housing uh, shortage as there is in America. And of course, um, with the market being inflated as it is, and there's less assets out there to be bought, there's less assets even to build. So, and if you can't build them because you don't have the supplies, obviously that creates a big issue, but um, in that market. So, I mean, every industry is being hit differently. That's just the one from the the construction side of it. Um, But I mean, in terms of like the global supply chain issue, If you really tried to to narrow it down, I mean, I was talking to um, somebody the other day about this that was asking me about my my thoughts on it. And I was basically telling me, oh, it's these everyday 99 cent things that you don't really think about that will ever come up. You could say a pandemics one. I mean, you could say if there's even a recall on beef or chicken or something, you can't go and eat that. what that would do to just people's everyday living. Cause everything you buy is usually be for chicken related sometimes, unless you're, you know, you know, vegan or something, but you got, my kids, you got to,
0: chicken nuggets out the ying. Well, day. that's what
2: I'm saying. But these things are, these are like market disruptors, life disruptors, right. But what the supply chain is really doing, obviously is it's slowing the ability for the economy to continue to move at a rate where you don't have inflation. Because again, when goods are scarce, People know they can jack the goods up on or the price up on them because people have no choice to get them. If there's a lot of them, then obviously that price comes down because that demand isn't there. That's Simple Economics 101. But what we're seeing the main root cause of this, which is an argumentative point with the root cause, but I think there's several you could point to it. One of them obviously had to do with the pandemic. There's a lot of um, international trade and shipping that occurs where a lot of these people coming from these countries that are involved in that um logistical type transport that you know aren't aren't vaccinated and so they're going to come to the border sometimes and they can't unload or unload because they're in a country's port where they're not vaccinated they have to keep their ship out in port until they can have somebody else flown in that actually is from their country and is available to work and you know familiar with the goods and has the type of authority to sign you know bills of lading and all these different things when these transactions occur or to even do the um Uh, reviews or inspections of goods when they come off. So a lot of that was causing problems and has caused a big delay. So that's only one factor of several others. Not to mention
0: on state level, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize Mm -hmm. that there's mandates on a state level because I just, I kind of just got COVID news fatigue. Um, And Everybody did. Yeah. So it's like, I didn't know Mm -hmm. I was working with a client and they're like, yeah, we had a mandate in October, you know, we couldn't uh, half our staff, couldn't be in office and it was like oof. and
1: that's what those numbers mean
0: and well states have a lot yeah. more power with a lot of those kind of mandates uh federal level doesn't really do it as much as as doesn't have as much power on it like a everyday level for, yeah. there was sure no that.
2: federal legislation the states were in a situation to it's obviously un- dic- dictate right. their own be laws un- unconstitutional about how right yeah, Yeah. the 10th Amendment obviously gives the states the rights to govern where the federal government has not already. So, yeah, I
0: mean... i got it tattooed build. on the lower small of my back. I know. You know? I
2: there you go. <laughs> right next to your...
0: Uh, never mind. My, <laughs> my, my Chinese <laughs> your symbol? I take that back immediately. It's actually the symbol for the 10th Amendment. So it kind of works yeah. out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's a little bit of back. I mean, there's a lot of other... A couple other issues. There's some issues where there's some border disputes and things coming in. There's issues with tariffs that's still outstanding um and then obviously you know you have your own geopolitical issues when there's certain goods that can't move the way they want gas is one of which we're seeing now you saw in the news today right that the uh U.S. wants to uh tap the the uh SPR to try to make sure that they could try to bring down the uh price of gas so they're going to tap into the strategic petroleum reserve that that the U.S. has Take oil and gas out of the out of the U.S. that it's already storing, which it's not technically supposed to use. It's more of a safe hold, but they're going to use that to try to help with the shortage and try to bring the price down. Um, whether the Biden administration is doing that for political reasons or they're doing it to really just help out the economy, that's a whole different. Okay, side. go Probably back to SPR.
0: Uh, sure, Strategic Petroleum Petroleum Reserve. Reserve. Yeah,
2: right. So that's been going on since OAC was created in in, in or uh, OPEC, excuse me, and when the U.S. Googling P- OPEC in, o- e- in the fifties we'll when they were. Well, when they really started doing drilling in the Middle East, the U.S. realized that they have the ability when they made a lot of their, um, you know, allies over there. Some of those um, governments were probably put in place by the CIA. I think that's kind of already been heard. And they were able to pump a lot of oil and gas out of the Middle East. And the United States realized they may not be able to do it they may not be able to obviously do it forever. So they might as well start storing a lot in the US, created the SPR for that reason, to reserve a lot in the event that there is ever types of embargoes sure. and things like we saw under the Carter administration in the 70s and stuff. So once the Gulf War happened and the US realized that we're gonna have a good enough of a, of a foothold in the region to get oil, you know, they were able to start storing more and more barrels of oil in the United States, but that's what it's there for, is to help in situations like this, if this was is one of those grave situations where they really can't bring oil in from overseas.
0: So, it, but doesn't, don't, wasn't it like that thing that we actually get most of our uh, oil uh, from Canada, right?
2: Part of it too. I mean, there is that, I mean, some of those pipelines are being blocked if you haven't already heard about that. A lot of it even comes from the, uh, Alaska and up northern regions as well you the dual um, citizen. I, I go
0: to you for this. The the Yeah, the, well, there's
2: a lot of environmental groups. Remember, even Obama was trying to help get that passed, and people were trying to block it. I mean, you even saw that with, with, with the infrastructure bill. There was people who were voting against that, Democrats as well. Um, you know, Ilian Omar and Cortez and all that, that whole talk block. To us like guys.
0: A, talk to us like we're five. fine. What is the infrastructure like, bill? So the infrastructure
2: bill, there was a $1 trillion infrastructure bill that President uh, Biden and his administration just passed Don't in say Congress. Like that. <laughs> what it was for, what it was for. No, it's good. It's, this is a good bill. This should have been passed a while ago because the All United good. States has bridges, roads that are failing. in the
0: 50s and 60s, right? A lot of this
2: Right. This bill puts scary. that money back into the economy. will create jobs. We'll obviously be able to help fix some of the failing infrastructure in the U.S., which is important. Um, but I mean, these, some of these representatives in Congress were voting against it because they didn't think there was enough, you know, green type aspects to it, um, where what they were going to be doing um, in terms of the actual work itself or anything being built or the products being used or, you know, how much gasoline is going to be used to run all the machines and things like that and excavators, whatever, you know, it wasn't green enough. Um, and, you know, I think that's obviously a concern you have, but I think you got to fix what's really broken first to really make sure you can even be around much longer, you know, to even, you know, deal with other types what? of problems. So Wait, yeah, wait not you not want to work big to
0: small? Big. That's not how government does it.
2: No. no, I think you have to sometimes look at it a different way. I mean, this this had to be done, but people are voting against it. But again, like any other bill, there's gonna be other issues in them. I mean, they had a cryptocurrency tax uh, amendment attached I, to this. I heard about they were that. They're trying to tax crypto, what? yeah. So,
0: yeah, because it's like this wait bill a minute, started taking
2: on a mind of its own. Wait, I mean if it's important it's lie. If,
0: if something's like lucrative <laughs> enough, the government's gonna be like, Hey, what what's up? Like there's a sales, there's a sales tax. I Get realized it. I hadn't I hadn't mm-hmm. Talked about it on air, but I forgot I forgot about this. Every time I, I buy something online, there's like a sales tax on it for the state. And I'm like, oh, that really got initiated in and they're making it every sale. You make sure that ain't on us. That's that's a mm-hmm. digital sales tax for e commerce stuff. And I was like, Whoa, shit. Okay. Um so
1: yeah, I they're gonna get it all, baby. I know,
0: it's just one of those things it's like ooh, there's a lot of transactions going on and we should have we should have some of that because...
1: That's a way to get revenue. I
2: don't know if it'll be enough, you know, revenue the government's looking to get from it. But I think I think it's a smart thing to do. I mean, again, it's like any other thing under the tax code. It's a realized event. Yeah, you'd have to do
0: a marginal it change, issues a tax tax yeah. if you made any money off of crypto in the year and sold it And that's it
2: exactly right. And the government's just making sure that that, 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 that aspect's being protected. And they should have. They should use some of that money to obviously help with the infrastructure. They can use less... You know, money from other taxpayers and doing that and people that are in that that space obviously i think that's obviously worth looking into just like they would tax anything else but but yeah i mean like i said that that infrastructure bill is good for america i think it's something that's been needed for a long time i actually thought the trump administration was going to pass one because he was such a builder um at least is what i thought he was known for and he didn't even get <laughs> really to pay a lot of attention to one so but this is good i think obviously worrying about you know green new you know aspects are important but i think right now you know things have been you know going by the wayside for so long i think you just got to get this bill passed and start building and building back better you know as they say and that's that that um you know presentation that the administration gave i think that's smart i think you have to i think it's going to help the economy and i hope it's going to it's going to create more jobs and hopefully get more people off the couch and working again which is very important
0: yeah you uh well speaking of that i mean how does this dictate the labor market because look mm-hmm. it, uh, we we've talked a lot on the show about unemployment was so good for a lot of people that you couldn't beat it even even money like to go yeah. back to work a lot of the time because they're like I'm waiting till I'm waiting until this stops uh, and I think work is so important especially for men you know and yeah. just a in a very broad stroke way but I think Guys have to work or I don't know, it's just something Well about, when the
1: federal government does that and they're also basically in control of the money supply, like just kind of you know, pay these people more than unemployment, like a good bit more for their work and then just well and then everything gets inflated and that's fine. But, but then, that's how it but gets but then going value
0: again. the value of the dollar gets a lot worse. If right, you do but that. they're
1: doing that anyways.
0: I know, but you can't we'll we'll turn into fucking uh uh What's Venezuela No, I'm just saying the people we'll that they're hiring for ourselves. these
1: jobs, they pay them they pay them well. They pay them even more than what's you know expected. You know, it's and it's
2: it, it, it. It, it is interesting though because it's funny if the the labor market's supposed to be opening up more and you think that as you go into a new year, you know, there's gonna be more opportunity when you have bills like this being passed and different types of industries growing. You know, and a lot of people weren't working. I mean, the unemployment rate is still low, you know, where it's supposed to be. If it's hovering around 5 or 6% or even below that, you're really in a good space considering coming out of a pandemic or at least at the very tail end of it, hopefully, is where we're at. But what people are, I think some people are failing to realize, some are really realizing it because I see it every day, that the worker right now has the most levers than it probably ever has in a long time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right
2: now, wages and salaries for positions have gone up. People are leaving jobs left and right because they can get higher salaries somewhere else. There's good and bad to that. It's good that the worker has that freedom of choice and the ability to make more money in their own rational pursuit of their own profits, of course. But at the same time, I, I would caution them to be very careful to not just chase the dollar despite a higher salary being better because a lot of those people, when the when, when the economy does do a course correction, they will be the first ones on the chopping block if they have bloated salaries so that yeah. companies can new guy well uh, yeah so i would would just caution it's it's important if you are someone who has obviously a nine to five job and you're in in that space and you're looking for the next salary you see your friends skipping jobs to go get chase that higher one you know i'd be very careful i'd make sure you're in a good mean bracket where you know at least you you can't make yourself indispensable enough you should certainly start trying to do that your new job but obviously um You know, you really want to make sure you're in a place where you're not going to be someone who's only going to be first to let go because your salary is just so high. It's so outside of the norm because you can get it now, but you wouldn't get it in regular, normal economic times, you know, not involved from a um, post-pandemic or, like I said, tail end pandemic where companies are scrambling to find people because they lost so many people for different reasons.
1: I do think it's good, though, that these companies uh, that not necessarily, uh, you know, me. Leave it, but you have people leaving their jobs because it makes companies then be better at keeping people and having a nice place oh, yeah. to work. Yeah, doing big all this. That's, that great, like
0: that's
2: a great it. point. I that's see a lot great point. Or maybe we are paid being. our employees too low.
1: Right.
0: right. I mean, or exactly that, you're right. You know, you step it up. It's good yeah. that these things yeah. come in waves in a way because it, yeah. it makes you kind of tighten up. Like, you know, the crash of 08, 09, or whatever, whatever year we're yeah. calling it, like, Yeah, it was was terrible. It was devastating for a lot of people, but it made kind of everybody go, like, I need to get my shit together. Um,
1: Corrective.
0: Yeah, and so so I feel like COVID in a weird way is kind of like that. I wish it was more health-related to kind of be proactive in that way because you want to talk about where we can find money. Yeah. You can take it out of, like, the $40 trillion healthcare costs that are avoidable, you know, voluntarily. Um, But if anybody wants to listen to... Episode three, 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 3 with uh, nice Orlando, plot. Orlando Haynes. He, uh, he was a, he's like a badass recruiter. He came on and was talking about like, yeah, in the kind of white collar jobs right now. Yeah, it's harder to find talent than it's ever been, and now yep. and people are realizing the leverage because it's unlike mm-hmm. any other time where you have access to this information. Yeah, think
1: about how weird that is for him because it's like, wait, are you gonna? You're not gonna leave me, are you? I think you it's better really better stay then. here, and if they're really good. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, I the,
0: leave, it's like the NBA players. They, they were to... like, hey, we've we pretty much like, we're pretty important to this. league." Right. Do you, uh, you watch <laughs> the old white owners <laughs> play basketball
1: instead? Well, they they really kinda, kind of actually would they, now that I think about they it. They
0: implemented a lot more change by leveraging what they knew they had. And I think that's like just uh, my dumb guy example of, I think like a lot of people are still stifled in, in positions because they're scared. There's that fear of even, even looking elsewhere because you could get fired. Yeah. But, I there's so many people are, I, everybody I talked to that's a business owner is like struggling to find employees. And it was already bad for the trades before all of this. Mm-hmm. And now You're it's right. even harder. Um, Oh man. All right. Uh, but the, uh, where am I want to get to, uh,
1: nobody ever knows. Damn man. it.
0: I had, I had another uh, question in this area. Um, well, the
1: labor like close your eyes and think about it. Everybody, be quiet. How do you feel about Nobody the talk. labor markets
0: really dictated uh, uh, on the low skill side? I think we were talking about this last night, but I can't remember anything we talked. Why? about. Why? Um, we were because it was Monday night football, <laughs> Bucks game. Yeah. I and yeah. I was I walked home like a good citizen. Uh, <laughs> um, of all the in my orange jumpsuit, looking like an international <laughs> coat dealer. Uh, creamsicle orange somewhere? though,
2: creamsicle orange, creamsicle <laughs> with orange with a red shirt Uncle Bruce on the yeah. side, <laughs>
0: sweaty from and just greasy from eating shitty little Caesar pizza at the stadium. Um, but like, Amazon has so much. Uh, speaking of supply chain and kind of labor markets, Amazon dictates the market in like low to, no to low skill workers. And that's yeah. that's kind of your minimum wage kind of dictator now. Right. It's not really it it's one company that owns a lot of that that kind of pie of of no yep. to low skill workers, entry level workers. What do you yeah. think? What do you think about that? Is that does that scare you? Are they monopoly? Um are they monopolizing
1: sc- just wait till they get the robots that could have to do all of it?
0: Well that's the thing, you know, they don't do they, any of that. They, they, they don't actually do anything have, the, They have the R and D probably already working on that. Oh, so shit. It's like when Seattle's like, raise the minimum wage to $25 or whatever they said. And then like, they're like, okay. And they did it. And then McDonald's was like, cool.
1: You, hey, do you see this you new robot
0: n- we've had for six months? you you now order from an but ATM. We heard you were pregnant.
1: <laughs> so we kept the robot in the back. No, they but re- now we, you know, we got to bring the robot out. They
0: replaced everybody that takes the orders inside and drive through with touchscreens. And it's like, yeah, this, this touchscreen does a lot better. Right. Except those fucking Coca-Cola ones that never work.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. Ice cream machines. Because I mean, there are yeah. people with Coca-Cola-covered fingers mushing onto a, a plastic screen like the first screens ever made that work that way. Like, right. You touch it one time, it's done.
0: The, the mega selecting touch all nine t- at one the, time. The mega touch video game touchscreen uh, thing that you only see at shitty bowling alleys is better than that Coke fountain machine. You can have any Coke, any Coke product, right. except none of them.
1: Or all of them because you can't because fucking they're touch all the screen. Selected.
0: By the way, that's how my hand is all the time, like trying to touch my iPhone. Oh, it's always wow. sweaty, so it's kind of smudged like that. I get it now. When I'm texting. Yeah, that's a good metaphor. I get so, it. So, so
1: what?
2: Yeah, so, your question was: Do you think that Amazon's monopolizing the market on kind of low wage workers? Was that the question?
0: Um, you re-hosted the was, show. I thought it was about <laughs> yeah. like Coke. No, so that was about. that was it. That was more or less. So,
2: so I mean, I, I, you know, I think that's 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 a that's a, that's a fair question. Um, You know, I think you can obviously look at it in in two ways and just pick one side of the fence, which I don't think is a smart thing to do. I think because I think there's different points at play. Number one, the mean U.S. federal minimum wage, I believe, is around seven dollars and twenty five cents an hour. The lowest wage you can make at Amazon right now is fifteen dollars. So they've doubled it. So they made sure that these workers are not the lower spectrum side of low wage. And and
0: according to this Bloomberg article I have, Walmart Mm -hmm. went up. Hourly wage by a dollar to sixteen forty an hour.
2: Yeah, and so Amazon raised it completely more. So where would you want to work? So my if answer to first your questions, I want. I mean, you could say that they are monopolizing by offering more, but I think they're trying to offer the workers more because they expect more from the workers. As you know, they have quick turnaround times. They have to produce certain amount of outputs. I mean, a lot of that
1: they can cameras on you when you drive. If you look at your phone, they <laughs> I shoot never you in the or, head. Or, uh, of snipers.
0: The bathroom. I never
2: been in their facility, but I do know that obviously they have, you know, certain metrics to me, like any other employer would obviously want from their employee. But I think, I think obviously that brings people into the door, number one. Number two, from what I've been told, um, you know, you do have the ability to still move up a lot at, at, at Amazon. And sometimes people who may not be able to get a career somewhere else. They may not have had you know those four-year degrees, or don't have a master's degree, or maybe they just haven't, and they've only graduated high school, and they're trying to find a decent-paying job to kind of start their life off. And it obviously may not be their their you know their life job forever at fifteen dollars an hour, but if you have the ability to move up in a company as big as Amazon, and there is space to, you can eventually become a manager. They're opening up Amazon. Just went to space. So that, that's a very
0: important. Uh, if you get anything from this episode, I, I was talking about this last night with a yep. couple of business owners uh, before sure. the game. And I was like, you want to mm. retain people. You got to stop thinking about it in like an insecure way. Like, like a so guy I'm that's saying. like, my girl's cheating on me. I know it. And like, you're just, you're just manifesting it. Fine, to leave. I don't care. Right. Like, well, I just, think, just, think, oh, I just think the... but like to retain people, here's Chick-fil-A. How do they mm. get to say my pleasure and never you're welcome because they have these people on a path. They go, here's your career path if you stick with us. If you stick with us, there's a trajectory. There's a there is a, a shoots and ladders way to move up. Yeah. They but like so that I, that's what I was telling these guys. I go, have you sat down with all your employees cuz it's all there it was all soft skills kind of soft keyboard soft sure. people. And yeah. I was like, do have you, you know who
1: your boss is?
0: Had, no. Have you sat down and asked them what they want to do within the company for the next couple of years? And have you have a vague path for them? Like, that's why people right. don't want to yeah. hang around sometimes. Like, I think this is, yeah. a, I just know is no a...
2: Workplace, no workplace is, is going to be perfect, but I think people at the end of the day are looking for certain things. Am I going to be paid to pay the fair enough wage? Am I going to have an opportunity to develop my skills for my next job potentially? And am I gonna have the ability to, to move up? Or am I gonna have benefits? These types of things. People wanna be incentivized if they're gonna work somewhere. And obviously, mm-hmm. if they're not getting that somewhere else, and there's only a limited amount of places that are doing that for them based on the education, skill set, or experience that they have. Sometimes you have no choice and one of the biggest companies in the world is the only one that may be offering what they what, what they can get. They have no choice. And then obviously, you know, workers can make their own decisions from there if it's a bad environment or they think it's intimidating or it's not. And I think that's fair. I think people should have that choice if they don't like it. But, but I think that's where Amazon opened the door a lot to really get to the root of your question as to why they can bring people in in that regard. And it, it is obviously the hope and maybe even that, that dream of moving up in, in a company to certain levels where your pay increases, your responsibility increases, your position increases. Maybe you can get stock options. It's a great stock to own. I tell people, you know, you should, you know, be long on any Amazon, perhaps even some Facebook, Tesla stock. Short the rest of the market. I mean, those three stocks are going to be fine for a
1: while. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's Ooh, kind of a
0: big short right, knowledge. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I forgot I'm already writing down. What
0: are you, right. Doctor Michael Byrne? Oh, I forgot what the guy's name is. Anyway, um, well, I hope I hope that helped. Well, answer yeah, yeah, some yeah. Question. It definitely it's did. And like, easy. it's um, you, it reminded me of another thing. Maybe you're a cash-strapped mm-hmm. business owner, and you got just, you need to retain you know, really key people and you're worried about losing them, just look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs and go to those like kind of two bottom rungs and just try to look at some of that as like, these are free yes. things you can do. Yeah, hey, good job on this. Cosmic hug. Wait, wait, I
2: like it. Great 10 sociology class references. And but, I love it. But, <laughs> good job. But, it all goes back to the basics. But, I like that. But
0: it, yeah. it all goes back to that in a lot of ways. You get so granular on what you're doing yep. sometimes with the company, managing it, all this stuff. You do have to take a step back and take that unreflected life is not worth living yep. kind of business style on it and go like, okay, am I congratulating wins? Am I too hard on the losses? Right. Am I keeping myself accountable so I can lead servant leadership kind of stuff? Like those – Remember those people have lives. Golden rules. When, you,
1: when they leave, they have like their own thoughts. They're their, their whole. They're – whole person they're are you, only here for like eight hours and- are you
0: present when you're actually asking about them right exactly how many dead eyes have you had where they're like how, how uh-huh. how's your kids and i'll put like, it in my oh, dossier oh, oh, oh. on you and it's just like they're thinking about the next thing they got to do right. um
2: anyway thanks for, well, thanks for having
0: me on. thanks for coming on <laughs> we'll have you on as a resident uh i don't it's know what's so funny i guess we're really funny it's a weird
1: audio uh, thing uh, at the uh, end there i don't know what uh Look, totally zoom normal. is
0: glitchy i blame china um it is china Fantetti, appreciate you coming on. Let's, uh, let's hang out soon, man.
2: Absolutely. We, we definitely will. You guys have a great Thanksgiving.
0: You too. too, man. See you right, What about you my
2: sweat equity? Sweat equity. Sweat, 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 sweat equity.
0: My sweat equity. My, my, my sweat equity.